0: Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Four travelers have journeyed to the city of Forced Nagar, each for their own reasons. The city is currently under siege by the cannibals of the Hungry Legion. Join us as our heroes try to make their way through a dying city looking for its oracle. They have to make difficult decisions and overcome a hostile environment with Becca playing Hardad, Christopher playing Sir Hugo, Quinn playing Ishmael, and Tillman playing Nomina, with Slavic being the dungeon master. The Breaking of Forced Nagar is a 13th Age adventure published by Pelgrim Press. If you'd like to contact us, you can find Twin Cities by Night on all social media platforms. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can also find us on Patreon. We hope you enjoy.
1: Hello, and welcome to our one shot of 13th Age in our little adventure called Breaking of Four Store Nagar, the City of Ice. In this adventure, our four heroes, our anti heroes, will go into a city under the uh, siege of the uh, Cannibalistic Legion and try to achieve their own goals whatever they might be now they each met on the road and they have their specific story to them and so i'll let them introduce themselves quinn let's start with ismail
2: oh, oh no okay so i am ismail Thri- thrice damned she is a paladin and a tiefling who unfortunately is was uh sold Prior to her birth, by her parents, to be under the service of the Diabolist. But she but she hates her service, and honestly, her main goal out of it, this whole experience is to... as She has heard stories of an oracle at Forost Nagar, and she, that might be able to find a way to break her free of the Diabolist's control. And that is her, honestly, her highest goal right now. Okay then. Becca, your turn.
3: I am Harad Urg Garashk the Undying. I am an orc sorcerer with kind of almost burnt looking skin, tusks coming out of my mouth and magical tattoos kind of almost feels like it's dancing up and down his arms. Um, he has typically goes shirtless with um, animal skins wrapped around him for warmth. And very, very noticeably about him, he has a skull that kind of just hangs off of his belt.
1: What's her odd like?
3: Harad is very blunt and curt. He just goes, he just says what he's thinking and doesn't feel the need to add a lot more onto it. He found out that Ismail is also looking for the oracle and decided that given the situation, it would be better to work with somebody just because one orc against a, a cannibalistic army sounds awful. And it was just one of those you're going there? Okay, I'm going with you.
1: Okay then.
4: Tell them. I'm playing Nomina, Priestess of the Triumvirate, uh, three gods that constantly compete in hunting. And uh, Nomina is known to be the first elf to become priest or priestess at a age younger than 60. Now I have to decide how old she is. I would say she is about 57. So pretty young for a wood elf like her. She has auburn hair she keeps in a bun and very decorated leather armor. She wears a bearskin cloak. Basically, she wears a whole bear hide. And she's also heavily armed with a greatsword and a longbow. So,
0: yeah, she looks dangerous. Okay, then. Sir Hugo. Chris. <laughs> yeah, my character's name is Sir Hugo of Arnost. I'm a commander, a human, in service of the Emperor. I have a reputation of someone who went up the ranks rather fast at a young age. Due to his uncanny, almost natural military leadership instinct, and his rabid support of the cause against the Diabolus, he quickly moved up the ranks and became legate of the Emperor, representing him in the fight against the Diabolus across the known world. He actually, his current cause is to form an elite fighting force against the stronger threats of the Diablaris. And currently he is with these three because he feels that they're potential recruits. He wants to get people of vast experiences, different experiences, different cultures, so he can make a truly international fighting force that could strike hard and strike fast against acquisition targets that rumors and intelligence have given him. So that being said, he is heading to Forstorna Guard because he has heard of the rumors of the hung- Hungarian Legion being in the area. And he thought, what better test than to bring these three with and maybe also pick up other recruits that could join his elite unit.
1: Okay, fair enough. So you've all met on the road. You're all traveling together. So tell me, what are you like together? What's your group like? How do you treat each other? Where are your relationships? What do you feel about each other?
4: Ismail is a dark elf, right?
2: No, I am. Ismail is a tiefling, which is basically a human who has been sort of, I guess, one way would be like has been tainted by devilish magic, and so essentially she has like a like a reddish skin to her, and you see like a. like very small horns going on, like almost like ram's horns on the back, on the back of her head. But then she, but she keeps them filed down so, so that they don't really get in the way of any like armor or like helmets.
0: Oh, basically like Hellboy.
2: Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pretty much. But without the giant rock arm.
0: I would say Sir Hugo respects and treats everyone like a different piece of a puzzle that could lead to total freedom and total destructions of the Diablos in the city. So he doesn't talk with anyone with an ego. He try to has a lead from the front kind of mentality. And he really does think he can learn from people from different cultures and backgrounds and the ways that they combat similar threats. So he looks at everyone with and he treats everyone with respect. He also has a very thick blonde beard and really piercing gray eyes. And um has like kind of slicked back blonde hair that goes to like the back of his neck, but it's kind of like shaved on the sides there. But he's he's rather young; he's about twenty eight years of age. But he 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 doesn't speak a lot. He just kind of more when in a command situation.
1: Fair enough, Nomena, How do you feel being in a group? You're usually a solitary hunter. What made you decide to join them?
4: Hmm, probably necessity of the journey, and also the potential to like spread the word of of the gods through these people um even if so far they seem not very interested um also i would uh think that she can easily impress a group with her hunting skills like she just shows up like here uh, i have like four rabbits want to share and then you get uh, talking on oh, yeah, yeah. the campfire, and I think that's how she stuck around. He also considers that the tusks of the orc and the horns of the tiefling that this tiefling unfortunately cut off would make great trophies. Has any of you talked why
1: you're going to the city?
2: I, feel oh, like I think Ismail uh, would definitely have to because her armor is basically it's like a bunch of interlinked uh, like uh, pieces of metal. That clearly have like the sigils and the uh, symbols of the Diabolist on them, because that is where she got her equipment from. But of course, some of them are like you know marred, and she's done her best to scuff them up and just you know wreck all of them, But there's just so many on her armor that she can't quite get all of them, not without uh, ruining the armor. And so she basically explained that to the others that yeah, she had been forced into servitude of the Diabolists, but. She, she has always hated it and she honestly has this is she is not her first attempt to escape but its its grasp. It's but it is very likely will be her last if she fails.
1: Right. Exacto. Okay. Anyone wanna add anything?
0: Yes. Yeah, I think
1: Nomina would likely have mentioned her uh dreams in
4: which the gods have shown her uh the path that she must travel. But I'm not sure Uh, whether she would have mentioned why she uh, is traveling there. And also, I was going to ask, how much do I know about this Diabolist thing? Because they didn't write
1: anything. Uh, Okay, yeah. Uh, So basically, you have these icon relationships, and the icons are like super important people in that they're almost more than people, you know, almost like something like between gods and humans or something like that. And they basically shape uh, the entire political system in the whole world. So basically the US president would be an icon. Uh the it's just an example of what would be an icon, you know, uh the Dalai Lama would be an icon. Something like that. Uh, okay. So and now we can go to icon relationships. You all have three. Uh some of them are conflicted or positive, but that doesn't really matter. It's just about what you can get from it. Like if your relationship with an icon is negative. And you roll, you'll be rolling dice, and if a five or six comes up, that means uh, you'll have the dice for this session, and you can use them in the same way you can use fate or willpower or how we used in Scion. Uh, I'm not sure what it was called, but basically you can say, okay, so I have a positive relationship with the Empire emperor. I have this dice here, so we're in trouble now, so we're going to get some allies or I know this dude or something like that. That's basically how it works. And we're going to roll those now. So please roll me a d6 for each, like, dot you have there or point.
0: So 3d6, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm rolling for my first one,
1: and it shows I got a 5, 6, and 3. So what does that mean then? Oh, it sorry. means you have two positive dice with the emperor. Awesome. Which means you can call in favors or whatever. You can affect the story through that icon. Awesome. Okay, so it means anyone who's Imperial-aligned or whatever could be aligned to help you. Or you can say, for example, in combat that, you know, I'll spend the dice and a couple of allies show up. A couple of Imperials from the embassy or something like that. Awesome. So since I didn't get any five or six, uh, I can't Uh. use it you can't but i i did want to give everyone like a freebie if they didn't roll anything so you can just pick no, one no
4: I, I mean uh can i can't use either or just the first I any mean, like
1: uh I, I, normally it's like per session but since this is a one shot i'll let you just pick one as so, like a freebie so if you want okay say, you have the priestess or the elven queen mm-hmm. so you could say okay i'll just have a point of the elven queen
2: all right, so... Yeah, right.
1: Let's do that. You've got all three, Quinn. Yeah.
3: I only got one. Yeah,
1: fair enough. Okay, then. So let's get to the meat of this story. So far, you've uh, you realized that you can't enter for story Nagar through the main gates, but you did manage to interrogate sir, slash question a nearby fisherman that you found from a village. And he told you about uh, Fisher Gate. It's a bit secret, but you have to navigate a series of tunnels to get through there. But if you go there, you'll be able to go through the forces of the Hungry Legion. haven't found this escape yet. And a steady tide of refugees has been uh, escaping through this gate. Of course, you'll be getting in through it. You've... Therefore, navigated a series of tunnels leading to an ice bridge uh, spanning a channel in the glacier. The entrance is on the far side. However, uh, siege artillery has sealed the gate, basically a catapult to a rock there. As you emerge from the tunnel, the glow of the sun of the glacier and the waves makes the ice a translucent blue. The wind is stiff and salty and the shouts and thundering impacts of siege engines fill the air. A long bridge of ice stretches across a deep blue channel of water, frosted with white caps. Across the channel, a small ice shelf, littered with a few beached fishing vessels, and a small crude catapult stand just next to the bridge. Far above them, stationed on your side of the ice sheet, is another artillery post consisting of another catapult. The two seem to be engaged in a race to see who can strike the other first. The defenders seem quicker, getting off a shot that streaks up at the attackers. With a crash and a whistle, the attacker's catapult misfires, the shot streaking towards the far side of the bridge and smashing into the glacier wall behind the arch of the bridge. You can see the smoke from the attacker's emplacement, and there is a terrible screech as one more shot issues forth from the lip of the glacier before something explodes. The attacker's last gasp flies true, and the defender's catapult shatters into kindling. The defenders first cheer, then then begin pointing in your direction. Glancing to your right, you see what draws their attention. A ship makes a beeline for the ice shelf. Its sails unnaturally belowed. Barrels and marines crowd the decks, and it appears set for a crash course with the ice shelf. So what's basically happening is you guys are currently here. And the ship is here. You notice that the ship is uh, full of hungering Legion soldiers. And uh, the ship itself is drenched in oil. And in the ship, what you presume are explosives. The gate is here. And your way is through here. But it's currently sealed off by the catapult, by the large rock that broke gate here.
0: So we are north. The ship is going from west to east. Yeah. Exactly. And it's going to hit the east where the catapult is. And so we're on that bridge that's... Yeah,
1: the catapult is already destroyed, of course. So, yeah. Basically, they're trying to ram the ship here. And uh, what you presume, from your tactical knowledge, is to detonate it. To detonate it. And what would it damage? If it already damaged the catapult... If the catapult's Uh, already damaged, there's really... It would damage the gate. It would probably make ice fall there. Mm. And... It means that no one would be able to get out, no refugees. People would be trapped. So we're coming upon this gate, and, and you know, which is what a cannibal legion wants.
0: Indeed, indeed. So I'm just kind of like standing on the, looking at this, and I look around real quick, and I'm like, "Do any of you have any kind of ability to divert the trajectory of that ship?" No. Okay.
3: No, what, but I can blow it up now.
0: That's what. That's what next option. If we stop it now, hopefully we can stop it from hitting
1: there and trapping those poor souls inside. Go ahead, let's do it. Okay, so the ship is still pretty far, <clears throat> so roll for initiative, guys.
2: Alright, so I have a 16.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I too have a 16.
1: I have a 14. I have a
3: 24. So when you're
1: 13 to your initiative, you have a feat for that. Mm-hmm.
0: I have 24 because yeah. I'm taking my initiative plus my modifier and level.
2: Mm-hmm. I do Between believe eight. this is the fastest we've ever gotten into combat in any of our games. <laughs>
1: Well, I I think this game is going to be a bit more comedy, I guess. And they're at 13. I'll just do a single initiative for them, just so I don't die here. Okay, so, Hugo, you're the one that goes first. They're still pretty far away, and (laughs) the winds are pretty strong, so any ranged missile attacks will take minus two penalty, just because of the blowing wind yeah, and I don't have a ranged missile attack. Can I hold my action or no? Is that possible? You do actually have a ranged missile attack. I Almost just forgot to add you. Okay. What do add I it. have?
0: Just You have a short bow. A short bow? And do I have the capability of
1: setting the arrow on fire? Because I take it we saw it was drenched in oil. Mm. Okay, so I'll let you give me an intelligence test. Okay. So you'll throw me, uh, roll intelligence plus modifier plus your military strategic background. So you have D20 plus 14. Plus 14. All right. Let me go ahead and 20, uh, uh, 22. Okay. You realize that because of the foam and the water that's splashing onto there and the soldiers that are sort of prepared, that the, any fire that you'd make would be put out pretty quickly. So it has to be a concentrated effort of putting large parts of the ship on fire together with your allies. Mm-hmm. As I look is
3: it. that code for everybody needs to... Yeah,
1: if they want to. Fire. If you guys want to set it on fire, it's yeah. code for you're going to need to do a lot of fire. There's also lanterns prepared and everything for the soldiers to start the fire that you notice. And uh, the ship, you'll see around round three, you'll, uh, you can jump onto the ship if you want to okay listen and i
0: start stepping toward the bridge to get a better shot for now let's all try to see if we can catch that thing on fire if not i'll go down there we can go down there and try to divert it we need to save these people
2: and we need an exit for ourselves too
0: yes i'm but i'm willing if i have to give my life to save that city then i will
2: so eager
0: and i pat her
1: on the shoulder and i'm like we all have a role to play right you notice that even though the wind is blowing from the other side, the sails still seem to be moving towards the coast. Priest, towards the beach. Priest what could
0: be causing that? I motion, you notice how those sails aren't moving with the wind? Maybe
4: they have an apparatus that propels the ship forward.
2: More likely some kind of magic.
0: Who would be causing that magic? And I look around, I'm scanning. Do Does anything stand out like
1: there's a wizard or something that's on the deck or anything like that? You don't notice anything. However, Ismail notices the sigil written on the sail. It's in fact a magical sigil, which basically makes wind flow into the
2: sails. The sail itself is enchanted.
1: Let's take out the sail then.
0: Aim for the sail. See if we can cause any kind of damage. I'll see if I can set it on fire with my short bow here.
4: That would be the same as setting the ship on fire.
0: It's more targeted. I just kind of like smirk at her. I'm like... I shake my head and I'm like, does that sound good to you?
3: Harad is making some guttural sounds and has, there's almost this unworldly mass of energy kind of...
1: Aura?
3: Yeah, aura coming around him.
0: I love it when he does that. You feel I've as, as
1: if death itself mm-hmm. is brushing against you.
0: It's a, it's a feeling I'm comfortable with, I'm sure, because of how many battles <laughs> I've been in. And I just kind of like... Look, to you do <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, that exactly. Go for it. Take it out. I'm just like, hold down my bow. I don't even aim yet, waiting to see what uh, rod does. Next one is Nomina, then.
1: Or are you firing your
0: arrow? I'm gonna hold off. I Okay, let me ask a question. Let me
1: ask one question. You can hold and yeah. shoot it later if you want to. Yeah, I can do that. Go ahead. Okay. I, yeah.
4: I'm not sure if I want to attack this ship.
1: It's, it's true. They haven't noticed you yet. And technically, you could scale the ice afterwards. But what's your train of thought there? You don't want to attack it. What, what are our
0: other options? And what if it hits there and it locks these people in? I don't really care that it hits.
1: Talking is the action, <laughs> though, so I'll stop. Oh, yeah, uh,
4: I, I think that to myself. Or Nomina thinks that to herself. Like, she isn't really in this uh, sort of war. And also, it goes against her pride to... Um, to stop another hunter of his game and these are essentially hunters in a way though their methods are weird and also their prey is very weird but yeah she's not really sure about that she could use the distraction that it causes to her advantage cool (laughs) so she holds her action okay
1: then
0: <laughs> is everyone just gonna stand there holding their actions
1: <laughs> I, i'm uh, waiting
0: because i fe- i sensed what harad was gonna do so i'm just like waiting to see because i know when big guy gets going stuff happens usually so okay uh
3: Harad's gathering power
1: so you can roll a d6 rod it's for your gathering power thing you get a small bonus possibly
3: So I rolled a one, which means that I get plus one AC until my next turn. Woo!
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to blow it up. You feel the forces of death coalesce around you and just uh, feel as if entropy itself is protecting you. Arrows would just fall short just before hitting you. Swords would just be weak. So
0: when I see that no big explosion of fire happens, I just kind of like... (laughs) <laughs> look at Harad, shake my head, then turn with my bow and aim. You
1: just see Harad's
0: eyes glow
1: with power, though.
0: <sighs> These recruits. And I just look at the ship and I take my fire arrow and I try to shoot at the magical sigil tarp. Okay, uh, roll me a d20 plus one. All right. I really got to learn how to... One second here. D20 plus one. <laughs> fuck. I rolled a one. Is that, like, a critical
1: failure? Yeah, uh... <laughs> I'm just gonna say you take three fire damage as you're trying to set your arrow on fire and you burn yourself a little bit. Ah, uh, fucking son of a bitch! Ah! <laughs> I just kinda, like, look at my hand.
4: <laughs> Norman okay, has then. a big grin on her face. <laughs>
2: Ismail just sort of... Just like.
1: <sighs> so, yeah, Ismail, go ahead.
2: Alright, yeah, ah. Uh... Let's see, do I want? I'll hold off my turn as well because just because I want it, I want the uh, ship to get closer so that I have a better chance of actually hitting the uh, t- uh, my target.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay then.
2: But I will like uh, take the turn to like ready my uh, crossbow and mm-hmm. also similarly light it on fire.
1: Yeah. Okay then. Yeah, the ship gets closer and it seems that they do not notice you yet. They're uh, they're too focused on the defenders who are there huddled up with their. Bows and arrows, and you see the hungering legionnaires just—they are chewing on their lips, l- l- smacking their lips, basically, you know, just chewing on someone's arm. How many of them are on the ship? Uh, Seventeen. God damn. It. You notice four of them look stronger, like lieutenants. One you are certain is a mage of some sort or spellcaster, and the twelve look like fresh recruits—someone you could easily destroy by the dozens. Okay, Okay, so everyone who held their action, your let's say your shots is at minus one now, since you're, they are closer, and you're, you have a high vantage point. So at least there's a little bit of an advantage. So what are you guys going to do? Uh, let's start with who held their action first, Hugo. Uh, I went to go try shooting, and I
0: hurt my hand, remember? I said on fire. Oh,
1: yeah, you did. Sorry. No, no, no then.
4: So are we going to wait here? Are we going to risk that they destroy the ice
0: bridge as well? I'm not sure it's wise to attack this ship.
1: And I look real quick, and I look at the other
0: two. Thoughts?
3: Oracle in-city must get to you. Exactly. And then get out of with.
0: So if we if they shut that gate, we're not getting in the city.
2: Well, we can get in the city. It's Just getting out is would be a lot harder. So we need this for us.
0: All right. So we're going with trying to take out the ship. And I look at... Uh, Nomina? Nomina. You got right. this, right? Mm-hmm. You're back in this play? Remember, we're a team. Greater good, right? You got this. And I just kind of like pat her shoulder.
4: Yeah, she uh, takes aim at the one of the lieutenant-looking uh, folks on the ship. Right, 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 right. Not the mage. W- uh, yeah, that's uh, what I meant. Like, I can make out the the mage, yeah. the the important yeah, you one. Can. Definitely, I got the idea that the magic is moving this ship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want to take aim for him. Okay. So,
1: you have to help me out. Do you want to oh, use lethal? Well, uh, I I'd use lethal hunter against him. So we have plus two crit range on him. So crit on eighteen like to a, twenty. Good idea. So it lasts the entire battle, basically. And um, well,
4: I I have the feed so you, as well. so plus team, three. So Plus three, actually.
1: Okay. So yeah, it's going to be seventeen to twenty. You crit. So you basically roll d twenty plus nine. It's your basic ranged attack. I have a twenty-one. Twenty one, that hits. A roll forty eight plus five damage. And can I do my
0: skill you set them up? I finish where it says one nearby ally on the ally's you have
1: turn. Four command points. You have two command points. You gain command points oh, two. That's away. four. That's four. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Twenty-eight, it's fine. 28 damage. You Catch the mage in the shoulder. You know, he, he was the one chewing on the arm. And he drops the arm, actually, and uh, sends off a stream of curses against you. Yeah, I disarmed him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes,
1: you did. Next off, Ismail. All
2: right. Yeah. So I am going to take a shot at the, the sail. Mm-hmm. To see if I can okay. slow it down.
1: Fair enough. Shoot your shot. It's so your basic range attack.
2: All right, that's seventeen.
1: Seventeen. Let me check if that hits. Nearly, your shot goes nearly hits the sail. Oh. It scratches it, but it doesn't really do anything.
2: Can oh.
0: I do something one time? Can I do my try again ability, which costs two command posts, which let him, <laughs> points, which will let him roll again? I believe. Yes, you can. I'm going to look at her, and I'm going to be like, Ismail. Focus, breathe. You got this. And I'm going to spend my two command points and pat her on the shoulder.
1: Okay, you're at zero, and you can reroll. So Ismail takes another shot. Quickly reloads her crossbow, quicker than seems possible.
2: <laughs> oh, at eighteen. It.
1: So as Ismail reloads her crossbow, it actually does hit the sail. Roll for damage, which is your 48 plus 2, I believe.
2: Ooh, 25. 25. Nice.
1: Yeah, you notice you basically crossbow bolt, gets stuck in there and rips a part of the sail down. So the sail is... It's still going, but uh, you notice that uh, the mage is looking concerned. All
0: right, two of us focus on the mage. The other two continue to focus on on the sail. Understood? And I motion to you and I take out the mage. And I motion to the other two. You guys continue on with the sale.
1: Agreed. And the escalation die goes to one, which means you all add plus one to your hits, plus one to your damage. Awesome. Nice. So starting at the top, Hugo, your turn.
0: I'm going to aim for the mage. I'm just going to focus and I'm going to let the normal shot. And I tried to set it on fire, trying to
1: ignore my hand. Okay, shoot him then. Remember, plus one to attack, plus one to damage extra. I rolled a five. A five, yeah, yeah, plus four, that's nine. Yeah, nothing, you miss. God damn it. You can also contemplate, by the way, uh, strategic importance, and you get 1d4 command points as your standard action, Chris. It's in the sheet I sent you. Oh, so I can roll one d So I can yeah. get more command points? All right, yeah. can, I, can I roll you, that you now? Can, no, right, uh, right. it's your standard action, so it's instead of attacking. Okay. Plus, when you attack in melee, you gain command points as well. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, and I just missed my shot. Okay. Nomina, your turn. Can I use Elven Grace? And doesn't make sense to use now. It's very early, so you'd have to roll a one. Okay, so... I
4: thought it was always an exact roll, so that's why I'm asking.
1: Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's or less... Okay. So the longer the fight is, the bigger chance. Yeah.
4: Okay. So it doesn't really make sense right now. Mm-mm. But I can still uh, use the the targeted uh, thing. Like yeah, I'm yeah. Still targeting
1: uh, this mage. Yeah, you still have your lethal hunter on him, and
4: as Nomina takes aim with her long bow, she says to Hugo, "Target the lieutenant. The mage is mine."
5: <laughs>
1: yes, ma'am. Let's see if you hit. <laughs> 2d10. So but last. d20 plus 10. Yes, exactly. Ooh, 15. You miss? Well, plus no. 10, right? That's 25, right? I Uh-oh.
4: already have plus 10 in I there. Know. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I already added
1: to it. You can use your archery to reroll it. You can use the ones per battle. All right, I'll do and that. And you reroll at a plus 2 and plus 1 crit range, which means you crit on 16 to 20, I believe.
4: So plus 12 this time oh god it's not getting better 17 uh,
1: 17 uh yeah you still miss unfortunately
4: but it looks really cool how i uh, pull off two arrows
1: in a very short <laughs> yeah. Of time. yeah you see no matter shoot two arrows in quick succession unfortunately she misses both yeah yeah, yeah.
4: i blame the human commander <laughs>
1: Yeah, Nomenna spits a couple of elven curses, and you hear something, something, Hugo, something, something. (laughs) I look at her, team effort, and I just
0: look back down.
1: (laughs) Anyway, Ismael or Harad, you guys have the same initiative and the same decks, so you can choose which one goes first.
2: I'm fine going first, and so I'm going to take another shot at the uh, sail.
1: Do it. Remember your escalation die and shield?
2: Yes. I got a 24.
1: That hits. Roll for damage. 48 plus
2: 3. 18.
1: You notice uh, that the sigil is broken up significantly at this point, and uh, the ship is slowing down. You won yourself a couple of extra
2: rounds. Yes! And then she just looks, looks over to Noma is like, hmm.
1: There you go. Good job. Alright. And, Rod, it's your turn.
3: So I have a lightning fork, it, it says one nearby enemy, even though it's a range. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Nearby enemy means one move away, which now we're at round two. two. Uh, you know what? I'd give it to you, sure.
3: Oh, okay. So,
1: because there's no real movement here.
3: Gotcha. So, well, actually, since the sail has already been more or less dispatched, I'm going to do ca- Chaos Bolt.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
3: Here's the random energy type for it. Okay. All right, that is thunder. Okay. That's what it's going to be for the rest of the combat.
1: Mm-hmm. Roll your thingy. And if you roll an even roll, you get a chaotic benefit, same as if you gathered power.
3: Okay. Yikes. Only 13. Gosh, that's awful.
1: <sighs> yeah, unfortunately. You hear Uh, What did you target?
3: Oh, shoot. Did I not say that? I'm In my brain, I had the lieutenant. Okay, since the sails were already are slowing down,
1: well, you could target the anyway, but it doesn't really matter. You'll hear a loud boom as an orb, a colorless orb that looks just like a sonic wave just going through and missing the ship entirely because it slowed down because the ships were tatter- tattered, and you just see a small explosion in the water, you know there's chunks of ice and stuff flying in your faces
3: God, yeah, yeah. so that- did we- that's uh, me, me swearing an orcish, apparently.
1: And I say back, go
0: Jaja. i just like, look, look at him. Is that Lieutenant dead? I didn't catch that part. No.
2: <laughs> no. Oh.
0: no. Oh. The water
1: is heavily
0: damaged. <laughs> the water is heavily damaged. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. Go Jaja. I
1: just like, look back down. And yes, time to roll billions of dice. Wait, I have a dice roller here. What are so... he going to
2: fill with arrows now?
1: <laughs> okay you see the fire mage aiming his fire bolt and he's aiming at nomina and he rolls uh 37 against your uh no 27 against your physical defense he does hit ouch you take 26 damage fire damage Ooh! and you lose your next move action you can't move next turn if you wanted to
4: that sucks
1: yeah it's actually pretty strong. Okay. As for the others... Oh, wait. Uh,
4: Nomina goes down into the ice and snow around her as her mm-hmm. prized
1: bearskin cloak catches fire. Mm-hmm. And she gets really crispy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You notice part of the crew not attacking and actually going into the like ship. And you see oars appear from the ship. And they started sailing again at their normal speed but there's only two lieutenants and six of the normal or the conscripts and of course the mage there the others are rowing take out the mage look
0: at harad now look at ismail you two take out the mage i'm jumping down there i'm gonna take out these lieutenants
1: (laughs) (laughs) you do notice that uh, hugo does not have the heaviest of armors. In fact, you're pretty sure, Harad, that even you, as a spellcaster, are about at the same level of defense. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me take that back.
0: You take out the mage. I'm going to sit here and use my ability that allows me to get more command points and look at the situation. All right. And then, uh, can, I, can I do... Wait, question. I don't know how turns work. Can I toss... Can I toss uh, Nomina one of my healing potions and kind of like scope out the situation, get more of those command points? Yeah, sure, sure. I'll let you do that. All right. So I'm going to toss Nomina like, here and I'm okay. going to toss
1: a potion I have. Just remember that the escalation die is now two. You add plus two to all your attacks and all your damage. All right. Okay. I'm going to um use
0: weigh the odds then.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Roll a d4. All right, let's do this real quick.
1: Yeah, you can roll it, and we can go on to Nomenal. I got one command point back. I thought I have no action. No, you have no move action. You can't move. You can't jump on the ship or anything. Which, by the way, the the ship is already, like, on round three. So it's, like, near the bridge. You can really jump down. And the mage is at the front.
4: Yeah, but uh, I think I just take this potion that was, like, casually dropped near me as I went down and like
1: yeah that's a quick question you can still shoot afterwards <laughs> i'm so, just
4: trying to get across the point how pissed i am and my yeah teammates for like casually not helping me yeah so you open the
1: bottle and you just like, go glug, 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 you look really pissed off you know you just basically pour it down your throat the, the potion like flows down your your like cheeks and there's just hate absolute hatred in your eyes and you gain yeah 48
4: plus 2 is that
1: correct? 48 plus two and it's 5d8 because potions add another d8 to it And r- remember to take off a recovery. I did 16. Yeah, you're right. really under average
5: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> K- Keep looking angry bro you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you, you sort of feel the magic reknitting uh, your burnt flesh your eyebrows sort of grow back. Anyway y- you can still shoot. So Hugo is just sitting there assessing the
4: situation right?
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the situation, and I have a keen ability to where if I do assess the situation and any of you guys miss your shot, I can get you guys to roll again. So I'm kind of like scoping out for (laughs) advantages right now.
4: Yeah, I'm really pissed at the mage, mostly
1: because he attacked me. I hope so.
4: The mage is still standing,
1: right? Oh yeah, still standing, and you know he's there looking at you, probably preparing another spell, I bet. Oh, you yeah. Okay, then, then I, get him, get him. Uh, <laughs> I
4: shoot at the mage. Go, go, go. Uh, so, what is this right now? I have only 20, of course, plus my usual mm-hmm. plus two. Uh, yeah, but was what? What was my usual?
1: <laughs> it's plus nine, I am sure, because yeah. plus nine is the maximum you can get at this level. Twenty two, I think. Yep, That's... you hit that motherfucker, and uh, what did you? Okay, and then
4: I have. Uh, forty-eight. No, that was mine. uh Uh-huh. Oh, it's forty-eight.
1: No, yeah, it's forty-eight plus seven. Yes, that's a thirty-five. Thirty-five. Nice. You just hit him in the leg, and uh, you're pretty sure, like, uh, he's bleeding pretty hard now, and he's gonna be dropped soon. Like, he looks fucked up. The two arrows, you know, sticking out of him. He's still really angry, but you're sure he's not going to make it much longer another mm-hmm. hit like that and it's over for him anyway good
4: job i i ask for forgiveness to my gods in my language
1: because i couldn't uh, kill my prey in one go y- you hear a sort of humming in the back of your head but that's all does it say do not be so hard on yourself <laughs> probably some mumbling something about uh, necessary sacrifice in the future <laughs> Ismail or Harad. Let's just do Ismail first since All right, you yeah. decided that.
2: So it's still moving and we need to. You can jump to...
1: down at this point.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to have to jump down just because we need to stop this thing and we can't just keep shooting it from up here.
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You guys are more. You and Hugo are more efficient in close combat. Hugo just needs some support
2: usually. Harad, so yeah. Harad, I'm you whatever. Just gonna, Like Drop you know, Harad. the bow on the. And just leap, grab my axe and shield and leap down. Okay,
1: so roll me a strength plus a knight of hell check, which means d20 plus 14. All right. Ooh, 32. Nice. Yeah. You jump there, down there. You don't slip anything. You land perfectly. i, mean, uh, the only the time I done you this. choose, if, if you want to land near the wizard or near a lieutenant.
2: Wizard. <laughs> I don't know, because the wizard is almost dead, so I don't know if I want to kill the wizard, finish the wizard off or want to start an, someone an new.
0: An almost-dead wizard can still cast a spell and fuck us up. Take down the target, then we'll move on to the next priority.
2: Okay, okay. As <laughs> You yield that down to me as I fall. So yeah, I'll land near the uh, wizard. and
1: he sort of turns around, What is this? You should be on our side,
2: sister. I get that a lot. And then I attack him.
1: Yeah. Okay. Roll. All
2: right. So, so that's D twenty plus, plus eleven. 11.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want to wait? Do you want to smite him?
2: No. I'll save the smite for another one. Okay. Just because I don't want to wait, don't want to do too much just to this one guy. I already, already half dead. Mm-hmm. I'll save it for like the lieutenant or something. Okay. Twenty plus eleven. Twenty-three. You hit him. Roll for
1: damage. Twenty-eight. You. Decapitate him yeah. right there with your axe. Just bam! there's blood flowing everywhere. You know. You notice. You know the soldiers are looking at you. Probably going to charge you once they get the chance. Harad, your time to shine.
3: I think I probably asked this earlier, but um, lightning fork. It has chain spell on it. What exactly does that mean? Mm-hmm.
1: So, if you I send it to you with character use, chain spells. If you roll a natural even roll when attacking, you may roll oh. a different enemy in range.
3: Oh. Gotcha. So the mage is down, and Ishmael is going to be surrounded here in just a moment.
1: Yeah, two lieutenants, six uh, conscripts.
3: Okay. Well, then I'm going to do lightning fork on the lieutenant that Ishmael is just starting to turn to.
1: Okay. Roll. Remember to add the plus two? Twenty nine. Twenty-nine. Uh what was your natural roll? Was it Nin-
3: oh, nineteen? It
1: was okay, good. You get to roll again.
3: Oh. As in another yeah. tidbit.
1: And are there target in range? I assume it's gonna be the second lieutenant or
3: although
1: yeah. so you're you're pretty sure you could take down several of those conscripts if you shot
2: them. Do the conscripts save save me from getting surrounded on all sides.
3: Okay. So this will be towards one of the conscripts. So the first one was the lieutenant conscript. Wow, nineteen again. Another. So fifteen for the third one.
1: Okay, which is which doesn't hit, and but it's still.
3: It would be if it's a miss on that last one. When it's would they still take half damage? Yeah. Okay,
1: and remember that you may re-roll one of your missed attacks with lightning fork once for a battle.
3: All right, let's go ahead and re-roll that then. <laughs> nope, I can't. Okay. <laughs> It was a good try. Just
1: roll your damage. First roll the lieutenant, and then we'll roll, roll the conscripts. Okay. You cinch the lieutenant, but he still seems to be on his feet. And yeah, you kill two of the conscripts.
3: So the last one would be twenty four er, or fourteen.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you kill three of the conscripts, and so one of the lieutenants uh, that's on the deck says, Come on, you ship rats! As he knocks on uh, the door, basically, to uh, the that goes below the ship. There's fresh meat here on the ship. Come and get
5: it. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run. to see you there.